Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash malicious compliance. Where in today's episode, you'll hear all about rude customers getting what they deserve. And one of the stories, guys, an entitled Karen literally gets exactly what she asks for. Guys, I hope you enjoy today's lineup of stories, and do remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. So, this is about three years ago, when I was working at Papa John's and was acting as the assistant manager. When we had customers order within the store, we would just take the customer's name, so we can call out their order once it's ready, and usually this is not an issue. Well, an older gentleman walks in who's around 60 or 70 years old, and he decides to give me a hard time. He waits in line, approaches the counter, places his order, but when I asked the customer for his name, I realized that I had opened Pandora's box. The guy says, what do you need my name for? I tell him, it's so when your order is prepared, I can call it out for you, sir. He says, you don't need my effing name. He then turns to the customers in line and he says, Watch out, the pizza guy wants your social security number too. I say to him, Sir, if this is an issue, you can just use a fake name. He says, You damn right it's an issue. Nobody needs to know my name. Just put Bob on it. And so I did. Ten minutes later, his pizza's hot and fresh from the oven. I walk to the counter and yell out to the store, Pizza for Bob. Bob, your pizza's ready. And the guy doesn't budge. I now realize that this man had forgotten that he was ordering under an alias and he doesn't know his order's ready. The other customers in the store, however, knew what was happening because they had just watched and heard the misery unfold. They turned to Bob, they turned to me, then they turned back to Bob. And I can see it in their eyes, even the customers long for that malicious compliance. I continued to bring the other customers their orders, some who'd been there before him, and once Bob had noticed that I was serving food to those who ordered after him, he then approaches the counter. And at this point, the pizza's getting nice and dry under the heat lamp. It's been almost half an hour after the pizza was finished. He then comes up to my counter and rudely says, Hey, is my food gonna be ready soon? I say to him, Sir, it's been out of the oven for a while now. I've called the name you gave me several times, but nobody came to the counter. At this point, the guy's well aware that he's getting his food late at his own demise. I hand him the pizza and there's no more exchanging of words. He just grunts and leaves and goes on his way. The customers who witnessed the misery unfold were all snickering as he left. I absolutely love that the guy basically did that to himself. So going through the comments, apparently a lot of people don't like giving out their real names when ordering food. Now, of course, that's totally not a problem. Nobody needs to know your name. (laughs) Just be sure to remember the fake name you use. With that said, I'd love to know how many of you listening don't use your real names when asked. So prior to being a bartender, I worked at a retail chain called Big W. Now, I'm a nerd. I tend to switch to autopilot when I'm tired, and it's almost always at the end of shifts. And I can be a dick when annoyed. That's me in a nutshell. It's a slow Wednesday afternoon. The AC's broken again, and it's about 5 degrees hotter inside than it is outside. I'm an autopilot, rigor mortis smile on my face, and retail greetings are droning out of my throat. 
So a guy walks up to my register, demanding a refund for something trivial. Probably his panties were the wrong color. I don't remember. I inform him in a monotone voice that refunds are issued by my supervisor, not me. There's a surprisingly substantial line at the supervisor desk, people wanting cigarettes, refunds, or information. He informs me that he's not waiting that long for something trivial. He demands that I do it because, quote, even someone as dumb as you can do this. Well, that snapped me out of autopilot and my smile fades. I repeat in a much more direct tone that only the supervisor can do refunds, and the customer's having none of it. He demands that I refund his item. Now, he demands that saying it very slowly, as if I was the dumbest potato in the strawberry patch. I begin to tell him that I'm unable to when he cuts me off and says, I want to speak to your manager. I don't want to talk to you. Now, this is the point where people need to be careful with their words. As a cashier, I report directly to my supervisor, one of two at the desk. They're in charge of me. My manager sits out back managing the store and usually never has to interact with customers unless the supervisor calls him. So I nod, calling through the headset for my manager. Let's call him Fred. Now, Fred's a great guy. He tells good jokes, he's always ready to help his friends, and he's a caring soul. He's also mute and deaf. As such, he knows Auslan, which is Australian Sign Language, but he can't read lips to save his life. I also can't speak Auslan at all. Now, it probably took about five minutes for someone to alert Fred that he was needed, and for him to come down. All this time, I'm smiling but not saying a word to the gentleman, as he told me not to. He then comes up to the registers, sees me waving him down, and pulls out his PDA to communicate with me. Fred types, what's up, in the PDA. I then take the PDA and type, customer has a complaint, he wants to speak to my manager, not me. Fred raises an eyebrow at me, and I just shrug. The guy's turning red with anger, probably thinking we're ignoring him. Fred then turns to the guy, who then launches into a full-on verbal assault that would curdle milk chocolate. Something about useless employees and terrible service. And Fred just stands there. Eventually, the guy runs out of breath, and Fred has a chance to show him the PDA with the words, Sir, I'm a deaf mute. Please use this to communicate with me. At this, the guy practically screams and storms out of the store. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just find it so funny that the guy basically launches into a tirade upon seeing Fred, only to find out that he wasted his breath. I absolutely love it. Several years ago, I worked front desk at a privately owned hotel, a non-chain, that had been a day's in five years prior. The only way to book a reservation was to talk to the front desk staff. There's no online reservations and no third-party reservations. About 50% of the rooms were sold to walk-ins. So one holiday weekend, we're booked full. The really old elevator's having some trouble with all the traffic, and it's spooking the guests. So I close it and call for a repairman. But it's 10 o'clock at night, so I'm not expecting anybody until the next morning. All of our guests are checked in. Our accessibility rooms are on the same floor as the lobby, so I'll just help out anybody with their luggage if they have more, and then put up a sign saying so. So in walks in a woman that I don't recognize from check-in. She plops down a piece of paper in front of me, and then she goes and gets a lot of luggage. The paper shows her with a reservation at the Days Inn at this address, for tonight, for a tenth of the price that we were selling before being fully booked. She comes back to the desk, likely thinking that I've been checking her in all this time. I say to her, I regret to inform you that we don't accept third-party reservations. We're unfortunately already booked for the night. The woman then screams at me saying, I have a reservation. It's right there. I paid good money for it. I tell her, ma'am, I believe you, but unfortunately, you're not in the system because we don't take third-party reservations. 
I'm sorry to inform you that they sold it to you fraudulently. At this, she explodes and says, you're just trying to steal my money. I have a confirmation number right here. I just gave it to you. I tell her, yes, ma'am, but you handed me a reservation to a day's in. We are this hotel's name, gesturing to a sign. Also, this is for a fourth floor room. We only have three floors. The woman then says, I stayed at this day's in last year on the fourth floor. Now, this argument continues for a while, with me keeping my cool and informing her that we're fully booked. All of the rooms are full, and me insisting that we don't even have a fourth floor, that we're not even a day's in, and we don't take third-party reservations, etc. Eventually, she screams at me that I'm going to take her to her room on the fourth floor, that she paid for, right now. At that, I don't respond. I just stare at her with a blank face until she slaps the desk again and screams, Now! Now, I don't mime making a room key, but I do grab my huge keyring and we both load ourselves up with her excessive luggage and climb the stairs. Once we get to the third floor, I gesture to the third floor sign and tell her that this is the third floor. I then use my maintenance key to unlock the door to the maintenance stairs, which are not lit, and she trudges up behind me not saying anything. I then open the door to the tarred roof and walk outside and say to her, well, here's the fourth floor. I hope it's as nice as the last time you stayed here. I then drop her luggage and go back downstairs to the front desk. Honestly, if she had been nicer to me, I would have tried to help her get a room at a different hotel, and then submit the documentation to try to get her a refund, or at least a chargeback from the third party. But since she screamed at me, I left her and her luggage on the roof. Plus, she insisted that she had stayed on the fourth floor, so that's what she got. And for people concerned about her safety, this was a flat roof with a four-foot wall around the outside. It wasn't open to the public due to it being a tar roof instead of finished, but I took breaks and walks up here occasionally. Guys, I guess you can say that OP went above and beyond with assisting Karen at this point, right? I mean, he totally followed the proper steps to address her problem. But seriously, I do feel bad for someone who's been victimized by these third-party sellers selling rooms that don't even exist. But it still doesn't give her an excuse for that kind of behavior. Like, shame on the people who scammed poor Karen. And I never thought I'd say that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so I used to work for a convenience store about 21 to 22 years ago. Let's just call the store 812. I ended up working for them for exactly a year, 7 months, and 11 days on the button. A very strange coincidence. Anyways, on to the malicious compliance. So I come in one day, around 3 or 4 in the afternoon, and the manager's not there. She already went home, but she left a note. 
The very first thing she wanted was for me to get straight on the register without delay, as the coworker that was leaving was getting very close to overtime, which is not allowed. Now that's not a problem, right? Well, there's a small problem. We only had one register running at that time with a single till, and the store was packed with customers. I couldn't just hop onto a register. The coworker that was leaving had to count her drawer down, and then I had to recount up the drawer to make sure it had the correct amount of cash in it. Now all of this had to be done before I could take over the drawer. Following the manager's orders, we start the process as soon as I show up, and I inform the customers in the store that there's going to be a brief holding time while we counted the drawer and switched the shift. Now, you could hear the moans from the people, like clearly nobody wanted to wait. But what could they do besides get in line and wait, right? So, there's this one lady. She was complaining under her breath at first. She was about 8th or ninth customer in line. Of about 25 to 30 people, the store was freaking packed. No joke. I was ignoring pretty much everybody at first. Just trying to get through the counting process as fast as possible so I could start ringing up people. As my coworker was completing her counting and handing the drawer to me, the lady got louder and louder with her complaining, to the point that she was just using her normal speaking voice, like she was just talking to the other people in the crowd, no longer just complaining under her breath. I was counting as fast as possible at this point, but she switched from just stating her complaints randomly to intentionally egging on other customers. The woman was trying to get them to agree with her and start a riot in the store saying things like, we shouldn't have to wait this long for service, should we? And we should be getting our stuff for free for waiting, right? Now I noticed that some people are starting to nod their heads at her provocations. At this point, I stopped counting and I said out loud, hey, I apologize for the brief wait, but please understand that we're required to count down the drawers to prevent losses and theft from occurring. I'm trying to count as fast as possible and I'll just be one more minute and then we can start serving people. Thank you for your patience. And I went back to counting. Well, while that quelled most of the people in line who were starting to fidget and shuffle nervously, that just made things worse with the Karen. She flippin' blew up and started to yell. She starts screaming that she shouldn't have to wait for service, that she should get her slushy and sandwich for free, and then she starts throwing cuss words around. Mother F this, mother F that, left and right. I start counting again and looked right at her and told her, Please, ma'am. Please stop using profanity in the store as there's a lot of children present. Looking around, there were about 7 or 8 kids. Again, this just made things even worse. Nothing but a non-stop stream of profanity started spewing from her mouth. At this point, she was screaming at the top of her lungs. At this point, I finished counting my drawer, and I told her if she doesn't stop, she's not going to be served, and that she'll be asked to leave the store. I'm trying to protect the kids in the store at this point, as the lines already shrunk to about 15 people because people were starting to walk out and leaving because of the lady. Well, she took that personally, apparently. She starts off with, You are going to serve me, and I will not leave until I'm ready. So I glared at her and said, Oh, really? I then promptly told her to leave as I started ringing up people. I told her I wasn't serving her, and for her to put down her merchandise and to get out. And then came the you can't make me line. As she literally walks up past the other people in front of her, moving them out of her way, she steps right up to the counter, and that's when I repeat myself. I told her to put down the slushy, the sandwich, and told her that I wasn't serving her, that if she didn't leave, I would call the police. So long story short, I did have to call the police, but she left before they arrived. Now, you're probably wondering, so where's the malicious compliance? That came the next day. See, 
15 minutes after the lady leaves the store, the district manager calls me on the phone and yells at me saying, Did you just call the police on a paying customer? Now, the guy doesn't let me get in a single word before he starts ranting about customer service, this, that, whatever, whatever. And he informs me that the lady's going to be returning to the store the next day and that I will be apologizing to her in person and that I'll be giving her whatever she wants for free. The next day I come in, the manager's there waiting to call me into his office where I receive a write-up for talking back to a customer and kicking them out without a valid reason. The manager doesn't let me get in a word, not a single word to explain what happened. She then informs me that when the lady arrives, that I will apologize, and that anything the lady places on the counter, she gets for free. Now, I was honestly stupefied by this. I planned on waiting for the lady to show up, telling her to F off, and then quitting, and then walking out of the store, leaving no one there. Now, that was my plan, but it didn't go that way, though. So hours later, after the manager went home, I was running the register when the lady walks in. Now she comes in with her father, her husband, her cousin, her sister, and several kids in tow. They all grab the shopping baskets and start to fill them up. She then comes up to me and says, I was told by your boss that I can get whatever I want for free. Now obviously when I see this, I'm like, no way, she doesn't think she's getting everything for her whole family for free, does she? At this point, I tell her to hold on just a moment and call the manager at home. And my manager's pissed that I bothered her. She doesn't let me get out any more than the ladies here, she... And that's when the manager yells at me, telling me that she's already instructed me and to do what she says. Now at this point, I try again saying, right, but she's here with her whole family. The manager then yells at me saying, do you want to be fired? Just apologize and give her whatever she wants. Upon hearing that, I smile. I say to her, so you want me to give her whatever she wants? for free. Like, are you certain? The manager yells back, are you stupid? Do you not hear me? At this I say, yes ma'am, as you wish. So when the Karen finally makes it to the counter, I do a very polite bow to her and apologize, making it sound as sincere as possible. Now I wanted to punch the grin right off her face, but I kept it to myself and started to ring up the item in the baskets that she was setting on the counter. I explained to her that I had to ring them up first and then cash out the order, so there was a receipt. It came out to be $780 worth of stuff. I was laughing so hard on the inside. So the next day I show up, the store manager, the regional manager, the district manager, and one of our company's loss prevention officers were waiting for me. I was then led directly into the office where I explained that the district manager had told me to give the lady whatever she wanted for free. And when the lady came in with her entire family, I even called the store manager at home because I was pretty sure he didn't mean for her whole family to get free stuff. The store manager then yells at me saying, you didn't tell me her whole family was here trying to get free stuff. And I calmly responded, I did tell you, but you wouldn't listen to me. You called me names and asked me if I wanted to be fired, so I did what you told me to do. They then began reviewing the video, which has great audio detection. They then asked me to leave the room, and I could hear them talking for another hour before I was asked to come back into the office. The regional manager told me that they had just reviewed the tapes from the afternoon, and he apologized to me, and said the lady had called the office and made up a whole pack of lies about what happened, and the district manager had not reviewed the tapes before calling me. I was told if the district manager had done his job properly, none of this mess would have happened. I was then told that the lady was permanently banned from the store and if she returned to call police and have her trespassed. And that's the end of it. I never did see the lady again. And just two weeks later, we had a new district manager and a new store manager. 
I still love thinking about that to this day, and I'm so glad I didn't just tell her to F off and walk out. Honestly, that was a great malicious compliance on the managers, but I can't believe Karen and her family walked away with almost $800 of free stuff, guys. All because she waited in line for too long. Now she gets to think that the more screaming and complaining she does, the more free crap she'll be entitled to. I used to own a wing joint. Nothing fancy, but a good selection of wing flavors and beer. Inevitably, we would have people come in and order the suicide wings. Now, I like super spicy foods, and these were pretty damn hot. Of those people, about 5-10% to would always start the joke and sarcastic conversation that these aren't that hot, can't you do better, yuck yuck yuck. So one of my best regulars, a dentist who fancied himself a gardener, decided to help us out and planted a ghost pepper bush, which at the time was the hottest pepper in the world, and he said he could bring us a bounty of his harvest. When he would bring us the peppers, I would grind them into a nice paste, which I would then combine with our suicide sauce and keep that to the side. This was for when the spicy wing connoisseurs would show up and complain about the suicide sauce not being hot enough. I would only serve them one deathhead wing at a time. I would make them wear gloves to eat it to prevent capsaicin burns on their skin. I would specifically tell them about the heat they were about to get into, trying to dissuade them from eating this culinary monstrosity. Now, by the time we got through all this, every single person always now viewed this as an insult to their manhood, and they could not be stopped from eating this wing. So, they did. The funny thing about capsaicin oil is it can often take a few seconds to kick. Now, usually that's enough time for the person to scarf down the wing and start to smugly tell us how it's not that hot. And then the heat would begin. And once it started, it was relentless. Now, the wing was free, but the cup of milk after was $20. I've never had a single person ask for a second wing. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash malicious compliance. Guys, if you enjoyed today's stories, do hit that thumbs up button. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, an entitled Karen dad sues his own daughter for her house because he wants it. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.